0: Welcome guys to another podcast by us at Zenla. So today's subject is all about failing before you've begun. So this is quite an interesting one because it actually relates to a lot in life. You know, there's probably these times where you've said, oh, no, I don't. Oh, I don't like that. Have you ever said, I don't like that? So like someone says, oh, you know, have you tried um, water skiing? Oh, no, no, I definitely, I definitely wouldn't like that. But you actually have never tried it. So you don't actually know. You're just, you're just taking it and just saying, no, I don't like it. So what I'm trying to get across here is that unless you actually try something, you're never actually going to know whether you truly like it or you don't and you have no authority or opinion to say, even to yourself, that you don't like it because you've never tried it. Now, I know this this could be a um, highly debated subject because people say, well, it's my opinion, but then you're just using yourself as to justify the reason why you're not doing something. (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, let's take, um, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, for instance. I mean, they have people eating all sorts of horrible things okay and it's like oh i'd never do that i'd never go on and i'd never ever eat that thing you know like a fish eyeball or something i'd never do that that's not i'd never do that but you never tried it so you don't know i mean like fermented eggs which i look at and i go oh my god that's been buried in the earth for two months and it's it looks it looks disgusting but would i try it absolutely 100 percent, i would even though i pretty much know i wouldn't like it I would never turn around and say oh no that would that's horrible because i don't know because to a lot of people that is a delicacy so people do like it so do you see where i'm coming from here now the same thing that i'm talking about can be equated to you doing courses or you launching a product there's always what i'm saying is there's always an excuse behind something for why people fail at doing something. So if you actually try and you fail, the worst thing that you can have come out of it, as long as it's not financially gonna ruin you, is the fact that you failed at doing it. But if you turn that on its head and say, well, actually, do you know what? By failing doing that, I've learned how not to do it in that way. So what am I doing wrong? Why is that failing? So the failure in essence is actually probably the single most important thing that can happen because it causes you to make a determination as to why that went wrong. So for instance, if something went right and smooth right the way through, you might do the same thing again it failed. (coughs) And you would be like, well, I don't understand. I don't understand it. It was successful before, but now it's failed. So then that, that will lead you to say, why did it fail this time? So do you see where I'm going with this? Like that failure has caused you to make a shift in the way that you're thinking about things and you're actually challenging it. Rather than just going with the flow. Now, I'm not talking about going for the going with the flow is obviously quite a good thing. You're just going with life and you're living in the moment, and this is a great place to be in the mental mind. But when you're trying to run a business, that doesn't work that way because you're dealing with so many different equations. You're dealing with different characters, different people coming into something. It's like it's like a it's like an avalanche you you never know which way that that snow that avalanche is going to go down the mountain you know you there's too many there's too many permutations but what you can do is you can assess it and by assessing what is happening you can actually make a an educated opinion based off of failures that you've already done. And that don't have to be your failures, they can be failures of other people that are teaching you, that are telling you. Like I always try to tell you things that have gone wrong for me because I think they're really important. You know, I think they're really, really important because they can save people a lot of time and effort um, by actually giving people the advice and, and not falling into those pit holes. But I always try to tell them why that went wrong. And I always try to explain. I just say, don't do it. You know, you wouldn't say, don't do it this way. Make sure you do it this way. And people would be like, (coughs) "Why? why? Why is it not right to do it that way? You know, so if you haven't told people why, then they'll never know. So bringing up failures that you have can educate people so that they don't encounter those, those problems themselves. But by skimming over the top and saying, do it this way, don't do it that way, because you've had a failure that way, is not the right way to teach. So it rolls into teaching as well. So when we look at failures, it's, they're not failures, they're, they're actually positives. It's almost like, it's such a negative word, and it's so wrong because the things that happen in life are the way that you're going to learn and you learn from things going wrong generally you know you you have these things happen and you adapt and you find the answers to these questions and that's how it works i mean all the things that have been done in in humanity in humanity's time on this earth so far have all been off of the back all the greatest things have been off of the back of failures yeah so you never had something you you've had things and you've worked for things even the great people like um, einstein you know da vinci they they've had failures and they've learned from them or something's come out of that that they didn't even expect so it should never stop you from going forwards and you should never be turning your back on it and saying no that's an excuse for i haven't got enough time these are these are other other things the other ways that people avoid um, this worrying that failure is such a, such a bad thing because it's not and they'll say things like they won't even start the course they'll, they'll sign up for the course platform and then they'll just leave it oh well I never really had time to do that, um, how how have I got time to do that? And yet all the time they'll be saying, oh you know, why haven't I got more money coming in, I'm tired doing this job I don't want to do, and they won't look that if they spent a little bit of time, you know, well, years can roll by and they've done nothing about this, and if they'd have spent half an hour a day or, you know, for five days a week, and they would be at the point where they would be making sales and of course you know as we know, your first sale really motivates you and pushes you forwards. And even the creation process itself, I mean once you've got your website created, you know you're super motivated to get your products on there, whether they be courses or whether they be actual products themselves that you're selling via Etsy or whatever you're selling it by so we know that if you actually get to that point you get over to that first or or third stumbling point we know that motivation will then pick up and that that will drive you forwards but you're still going to have to have that doggy determination to carry on and push through because at every stage there's going to be a a hurdle there's going to be a brick wall that you're going to have to smash through and and that's part of the learning process that's part of the becoming successful process you know i see these things all the time saying like you can earn you can have a, a six-figure launch or a five-figure launch or something but you can make x amount in x amount of time and yeah you know <sighs> The, these people have had failures before they have got to this point. You know, they're just telling you what they did. It doesn't mean it necessarily will work for you, and it does mean that they spent a lot of time. Will it work with your particular niche? And of course, you know, all these people are actually making money off the back of what they've done. So I can I could go and do oh you know you so I could do a six six six, six you can earn six figures take my my strategy. And i'll charge you a thousand quid for it or two thousand or five thousand pounds for it to attend my workshop that's going on for over six sessions over six months you know wow six months this course is £6, 000, five thousand pounds yeah i'll do this i'll learn what this guy has achieved doing this stuff and then And then you take people through those steps and then they don't do any of those and then they don't earn this and they get, but they've learned a lot on the way and they're happy about the information you're giving them because it's of value. Um, So they're happy at the end of it, but they don't achieve it because of the fact that they've had stumbling points and then they've just stopped because they thought it was too hard. But my, my thing to you is to, like, all these failures and things, look at them, assess them, and then move forwards through them. And take those, take those experiences, those failing experiences, write them down, put them down. I failed with this, and why I failed, and how I managed to get through that. And then to the point where you're launching and you're making sales and generating money, and then return back to your failure list. And create a course centered around where you are now and what you have to do to achieve where you are now by using the phase. It's another course, it's a ready-made course. Straight to the people that you've already sold the successful course to. Like, guys, you love my course, don't you? And they're like, yes, it's the best course in sliced bread. And you turn around to them and say, do you want to know how, how it took me to get to where I am? They'll be like, wow, yeah, I'd love to know how and all the failures that I had along the way and the way that I tackled those and moved forward. Yeah, absolutely. And then you've got a new market coming in to find out how you tackle with those failures. And suddenly you've got a whole new, uh, a whole new course that might well outsell the successful course, built off of the back of the failures that you made to create the successful course. Do you see where I'm going with this? So, failures to me are the building blocks of success. This is my personal opinion. You know, all these podcasts are my personal opinion, uh, these solo podcasts where I'm talking about that. I work for Zenla, and I, you know, I'm not just saying this stuff, just making this up out of my head. I'm just telling you my experiences that I've gone through to get to where I am um, with failures along the way. You know, there's, there's so many failures along the way. Maybe I'll do a podcast on some of the funny things that have happened along the way and how I've got through them. Might be of interest to you. But the, but take my word for it. It's a really, really important aspect to any business online, whether it's online or whether it's offline or whether it's in life in general. Is this way to not turn away from something or make a judgmental decision on something that you know nothing about I've never done that I've never snowboarded in my life and I know I don't like it so you don't know you don't like it because you never tried it so you can't you're not in a you're not in a position to say that if you'd have tried it and you hated it you could turn around and say well I tried it which wasn't for me you know but I tried it uh, someone that says to me I never tried it and I and I just look at them and I'm just like I'm, I'm not even listening anymore. I, I'm not even listening because that is just the most ridiculous thing. you know. And I, I keep my mouth shut. I don't say anything. But I, this is what I'm thinking. It's like, why, why would you even say that to me? It's just a crazy thing to say. So I hope you've enjoyed this. Another little podcast from us at Zendler.